Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. My whole life, I've been told this one story about my family, about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse, I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. This is the Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. We're back! Welcome to Almost Famous OG Podcast. The OGs Um, are here in the house. How are you? I am awesome. How are you, T-Bone? I think I'm going to call you T-Bone today. All right, then. T-Bone. So I have to tell you a story. I was <laughs> I like a good thing myself. So I don't know if you remember the, the Seinfeld episode when George Costanza tries to give himself a nickname and he, he just randomly pulls out T-Bone. So I Maybe. was reminded of this this weekend. Um, right. I, was, I was traveling this weekend and I flew to D.C. And I went yeah. to um, a little town in West Virginia and I met this guy. His name was Ralph. And Ralph right. seemed like a very nice guy. And I was uh, my, my little team of people, we were jokingly calling him Rafe. Like it was like a French thing. Like, like we're like, oh, bonjour, Rafe. But his name's Ralph. And he's like, uh, is that my nickname? You guys going to call me Rafe? And I said, yeah, you know, we're thinking, we're, we're trying to work out some good nicknames for you. I'm thinking Rafe. He goes, wow, I, I tried. Uh, I tried to give myself a nickname many years back. And I, uh, he goes, I was just, when my, my father passed away, I thought, okay, now's my time to shake up my name. I don't want to be named Ralph anymore. 
I go, so what'd you go for? He says, I went, and this, and this man is probably, I want to say mid fifties, you know, mid fifties, maybe early sixties. He goes, I changed it up to sketch. And I go, Excuse you, me? you changed your name to sketch. He goes, yeah, yeah, I sure did. I said, uh, did you change it on your driver's license? He goes, no, but I did. Uh, you know, I was going to, he goes, but I did like, put it on. Real. A, yeah. He gave himself a personalized license plate sketch. No, he didn't. And, uh, you know, so what he, what Where he ended up doing. Come? I don't know, but there's a really weird, uh, little ironic twist to this. So he's like, I, so I started calling him Skitch. I'm like, I love it, man. Skitch. I like you. Skitch. You're a good guy. Skitch. And he's like, yeah. He's like, my family made so much fun of me. I couldn't take the mockery. So I just went back to being called Ralph. And I'm like, well, how did you get them to, you know, to know that, hey, moving forward, I'm Skitch. Yeah. He goes, he goes, you know, I brought it up at a family, uh, family reunion. I said, hey, well, I got everybody here. I just want to let you all know I'm. I'm done with Ralph. I'd like to now be move, moving forward called Skitch. Okay. I'm like, yeah. I go, you know what you should have done? I go, because this would have helped you. I'm like, if, I, if you ever watched Seinfeld? He's like, no, I never watched it. I go, man, you should have watched it because here's what would have helped you. you. You get someone else to call you that. So like, right. you get a, like you pay your cousin 20 bucks to walk up and be like, hey, right. what's up, Skitch? <laughs> now everyone will start calling you Skitch. I'm like, you try to, I go, I try, and I, this is a Costanza reference, but I'm like, I tried nicknaming myself T-Bone once and no one, you know, never caught on. And he's like, well, it doesn't make any sense. Your name's Bob. Why would you be T-Bone? And I'm like, bro, you're Skitch. I mean, are we really doing this right now? But instead I go, you know what? You're right. That's probably why I didn't catch on. And you could be Skitch and I'll right. never, you're I'll just right. never be T-Bone, I guess. Well, I can call you T-Bone. We can be yes. T-Bone together. Yep. T-Bone all day. Yeah, yeah. T-Bone all day. I am happy, so happy to talk to you today because I have to tell you, I am so, I am dragging. I had Max, Max, my baby boy, Ugh. graduated from eighth grade last night. Oh and my gosh. He's going into high school and we had this sweet little continuation ceremony, continuation for those out there who don't know. People were like, well, it's continuation. Um, it's just graduation. <laughs> Since it's not high school graduation or college, right. they call it continuation. And um, we like kind of partied a little bit, not not like late into the night. But right. I, I, you know, it's kind of an emotional day for this OG Heck mom. Yeah. Oh, know? I could see that. I mean, I, you know me. I mean, I literally, you know, my, my kids are at this three and 10 months. And my son the other day is like, Mama. And I'm like, oh my God, that's amazing. You know, I cry at everything. So I can only imagine eighth grade graduation. I'll be a, I'll be a sad sack of tears. There's no question. That's adorable though. Oh my baby. I just, isn't it crazy? We have known each other for so long, long before you had children. Yeah. And I just think it's bananas that you have an eighth grader. I know. I mean, that's crazy. I think it's bananas too. I mean, you know, no, I'm that's 14, right? Look Isn't that at 14? these wrinkles. Oh, whatever. This is the sign that you have a 15 year old almost. Um, 15. Sorry. Yeah, 15. When does he I, start driver's ed and stuff like that? Does that happen pretty soon? Already did driver's ed. Oh, my God. I know. So I have to take I just um, <sighs> scheduled an appointment for him to get his permit on his birthday, which is July 26th, same day as Chris Harrison. Yay, back Very to nice. Um Yes. Obviously, Chris Harrison will not be getting his first license. He's a little bit older than that. But, um, <laughs> but Max will be getting his permit. And we, at this party we were at, it's a family who owns this, like, 
ranched and they have a barn and they've said, you should bring him by this summer and learn how to drive on a stick because they have a Jeep. Yes. And we don't have a, a, a manual car. And yeah. I'm like, that is such a life lesson. Like, I am it totally going to take you up on that because I learned how to drive on a stick. Did you? Like, so did do, I. do people do that these days? Are there even sticks still out there besides Jeeps? You know, honestly, I would have to imagine there are, but I don't know. But I mean, like, right? I know my dad, my dad was really insistent upon my sister and I both knowing yeah. how to drive stick shift. So, you know, we both learned how to stick. My first car was a stick, it was actually a two tone brown hatchback Chevette diesel. O-M-G. Do people still say that? So before we started this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> we were we were talking to producers and I said, I said, duh, because I, I clearly was not thinking yet. And and Bob was like, I don't think the kids say duh. I don't anymore. think they say like, that anymore. <laughs> do they still do they say OMG still? <laughs> I know. I, I feel driven to say OMG a lot. So I, I hope they do. But you know, okay. Well, so, you know what? We're just going to keep doing it, and we don't care what the kids say. I don't I'm going to say duh till I die. Duh, ab. <laughs> probably all out of school. So my Abby, uh, we Abby. had this really adorable uh, babysitter. She's uh, what is she? A, a junior in high school, and oh. uh, she, she, you know, had babysat for us for man. I mean, I want to say almost a year. And one day she's like, my mom is a really big fan of your music. I didn't even know who you were. She said you were the Bachelor guy. And I said, oh, yeah, oh. yeah. I, you know, I never it never came up, obviously. It wasn't like I was interviewing her to be our babysitter. I was like, so yeah. what shows do you watch? You know, so I, um, <laughs> I and, 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 you know, obviously she would have never watched imagine? my season anyway. You know? <laughs> I'm, like, it's, I'm grilling them. Any older episodes of the show? Hmm? Um, but anyway, she uh, she said, yes, my mom has your album. And I said, really? And she goes, yeah. And I said, which one? Because I put out like two before The Bachelor and then like yeah. one after. And she's like, I'm not sure. And I go, well, you know, I, I happen to have a garage full of them. Uh, here, take this one. Just and saying. I hand her, I hand her a, a CD. Okay. I go, give this to your mom. And just she tell was her, like, you know, what is that? Her things. She literally goes, this is awesome. And she was looking at it and I could tell. I go, <laughs> I go you, you, don't, you don't know what that is, do you? And she goes, I don't. And so I open it. And I hold out this, the, the, I go, this is a compact disc. And she goes, hmm, okay. like, like, no acknowledgement. I go, you, I go, you slide it into this little slot thingy in your car. And she goes, oh, I think I, I think I have one of those. And oh, I said, yeah. And I go, I go, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm going to keep this. Don't give okay. this to you. I'm just going to, I'm going to set this over here. And uh, we're going to pretend like this didn't happen. Okay. I'm just going to go back to my office and sit by myself for an hour. <laughs> So embarrassing. I'm going to call Trista and I'm going to talk about how old I feel. <laughs> Isn't that basically what I do every week? Hi, yeah, I feel much. ancient again. I know. But you know, I mean, musicians understand this struggle. And, and, and thankfully, you know, we have a guest on the show today who is a musician mm -hmm. and probably way more up to speed on this kind of stuff than I am because he's still out there gigging as far as I can tell, <laughs> as far as I know. Um, he was, uh, he was, okay, so... Our, our theme today, if I can get into it for us, Trista, our theme today is, you know, we always, we're always looking for a throwback angle, right? Well, we've got yeah. a lot to throw back to, obviously. This is Bachelor Pad Season 1 throwback. Yeah. So Tenley was on last week with us. We talked a little bit about that. Michelle Money was mm -hmm. on last week. We talked a little about her time on Bachelor Pad. But this is Bachelor Pad Season 1, which Tenley yeah. was on. Yeah. And this guy was on it, and he was the first kind of uh, musician that showcased his talent 
as a contestant on the show, I mean, yeah. showcase his talent on the show. And yeah. he was the first guy really willing to own, I think, being a villain. Like a lot of guys would come oh, on there and, sure. you know, like I think before that it was like, well, I'm not here to make friends. That was about as villainous as you got. This yeah. dude was like straight up villain. Like not, yeah. and he owned it. And I, yeah. I was watching a little bit of Bachelor Pad season one, which aired, this is back in 2010, August to September that it aired. And I was watching yeah. a little bit of uh, episode one. And I mean, he comes in, guns blazing. I'm here, guys. The villain's back. You know, I'm ready. Yep. Right. And, uh, and I actually, I find that to be really interesting because I don't think I could ever do it. First of all, I don't I'm think I could ever person. do it either. But I do, I have some respect for that. You know, I, do too. I, I have I do respect too. for you owning owning that character, I guess. And yes. I, I feel like we, we met maybe at one of these bachelor reunions, possibly, um, you know, me and my memory and, uh, <laughs> I've, you know, been called out by Lobozo, um, Lobozo. So Lobozo, whoops, said it wrong. <laughs> I think you right the first time. Just kidding, Zobo. If you're listening, Lozobo. Prince Lozobo. Well, let's bring him in. This is not Prince Lozobo. This is Wes Hayden. And Wes lives in Austin. He's a mm -hmm. jamming musician. He brought his guitar. I remember in the intro, Chris is like, where's your guitar, Wes? He's like, I didn't right. bring it this time. He's like, you sure? He's like, right. well, maybe I got it somewhere. <laughs> I might have I it I think out. I have it. I might have it in my villain Twist locker. my arm. Yeah. And you know, they, they came back. I mean, Wes was a throwback guy for a while because I remember when uh, years later on one of the shows when it was JJ, JJ was on the show and JJ's like, you know, a villain's got a vill. And I thought that was a JJ great line. JJ's on what show? Who's JJ? Uh, JJ, well, JJ came many years later. Uh, I think it was Bachelor in Paradise where he said it. Or was it Bachelor Pad? But, uh, oh, here's Wes. Here we go. There he is. Wes, how are you, man? Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, man. How are y'all? Oh, we're doing well, buddy. We're Great. doing well. We were just talking about you as we were introing you. And I said, uh, I said, one of the things I, I, I liked about Wes and it made it literally brought me. I don't even know how to say it, but I'm I, I'm such a people pleaser. I have a rough time. Anybody, you know, you just owned it, man. You walked in. You're like, I'm a villain. A villain's got a vill. I'm here to do some villing work. <laughs> well, I, I, I used to drink a lot. <laughs> that, that explains it. Huh? <laughs> that so explains I, a lot. I wouldn't know if I was technically a villain. I was just really loose and loud and crazy. <laughs> Do you drink anymore? Uh, it's rare. It's yeah. rare. I have. I haven't had a drink in. It's been a long time. But but every now and again I will. You know. Yeah. Is that is that? Do you think that that was affected by the show? Well, you know, obviously I'm a Texas guy. You, yeah. I'm sure you can tell by the accent. But we're pretty. We're, I mean, we're pretty authentic down here. And yeah, but when I was on the show, of course, I was drinking a lot. And so was everybody else. But, everybody else was I, too. Yep. I honestly, <laughs> I honestly trusted a lot of, you know, what was what they were wanting me to do and say. And you know what I'm saying? So I kind of yeah. just went into mm -hmm. it. To be honest with you, I remember telling my mom before the show aired. Yeah. I mean, it's going to sound it's going to sound crazy, but. I said, man, America's going to love me after this show. I did so well. <laughs> and then I saw it and I was like, oh, God. Well, I don't so. think America didn't love you. I mean, I think it was just like I said to Trista, what I thought was 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 kind of great about it was you went on to it. Not, you know, it wasn't you weren't being deceptive. You weren't being right. like you were just like, hey, man, I'm 
This isn't this isn't why I'm here. This is why I'm here. And in particular with Bachelor Pad, it's like I'm here to win some money. Yeah. And yeah, you know, I think everybody else maybe you know maybe came in if they were there just to win the money. They they sh- they weren't acting like it, right? They were trying to yeah. act like they were there for other things. And you're like, no, no, I'm here for the cash, cash money. Yeah, yeah. I, I was there for the cash, but I was I was also there to hook up if need be. if need be so so you know i I had a great time bachelor pad was a lot more fun than the bachelorette yeah you know it was just a little looser a little looser and a little more relaxed and um it was my second go around too so i kind of knew yeah the ropes right 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 i think that's one of the things that's good you know? Yeah, agreed. I think the the casual. I mean, obviously, I I've never done Bachelor Pad or Bachelor in Paradise, but I think that that's why everyone likes those shows is because it's more carefree. Like sure. you, you're not as caught up in in worrying about um, love. Like love is so heavy, and if yeah. you're there for money or you know, like I, I obviously Bachelor Pad, I think that it was a lot more fun to watch because it was more kind mm-hmm. of casual um i'd love to ask you obviously we lost gia mm-hmm. um i don't know how many years ago that was um a very 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 sad loss for bachelor nation and i know that you you and her were connected throughout the first season of bachelor mm-hmm. pad um how how are things like do you think about her you know how did things end with her and um 2013 i guess she passed so that's been nine years ago um we i watched so bob and i in prep watched the first episode of bachelor pad one and so we didn't get into the rest of it but can you remind me kind of what um transpired between you two and how things ended after the show and if you stayed in touch sure yeah we we uh of course we met on the bachelor pad we obviously knew of each other before that so going in i'd kind of heard a little rumor that she wanted to meet me. Right. And then, then we ended up doing the bachelor pad together. So, mm-hmm. you know, when the first time I saw her, I just thought she was, I mean, she's just a sweetheart. I mean, she's warm. Yeah. She's, she's quiet. You know, she's, she's kind of meek and humble and, but also funny and can be fired. So mm-hmm. when we met on the show, it was just kind of an instant. Uh, I mean, I knew when I was there, I was like, okay, well, I need to see what can happen with her and I, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, and I think we both kind of had the same thing. We had a lot in common. We were both kind of on this, the, the show wouldn't show it, but kind of on this little spiritual path that we'd been on for a long time. And um, so we dated for several, probably six or eight months, I would think after the show. After the show. After oh, the wow. Show, I yeah. didn't. Yeah, I mean, we, we talked for a long time, and but she was up in New York, and I was down here in Texas, but we would always try to do events together where we could mm-hmm. see each other and hang out, because obviously we both had our own lives and jobs and things going on, but, um, you know, Gia had a, she had a lot of, she, she was a sweetheart, but she, I think she had some things that she dealt with, um, you know, which came out later on, like maybe a few, maybe some depression or something like that. And, yeah. uh, but it wasn't anything I thought was a huge red flag. So right. uh, and when I found out what happened, I was completely just floored and, and pretty much in shock. Uh, yeah. She was just a sweet girl and so positive. And 
but we inevitably kind of stopped talking just because it was such a long distance thing. Right. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah, yeah. Those are tough. We were still friends. I mean, we communicated, we, we would text back and forth here and there and, 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 uh, keep up with each other. And, uh, it was just, it was really unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I'm sorry to bring I'm us down, but her. I, I still, just wanted I to, think, I still think about her often. I'll see yeah. pictures of her on my feed come in and out and I've still got some saved in my phone and, and, uh, you know, it, it, it seems like just yesterday. Isn't that funny how time is? It doesn't seem it is. like I could call her right now and she'd answer. Right. Yeah. I know. It yeah. I, I just to think about that. I loved seeing her on, on my phone as I was watching just her smile, just right in the room. It seemed like, so I, I couldn't not bring her up. Yeah. Um, I never, I never got to meet her actually, but she seemed really, really either. wonderful. Yeah. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature. And of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where... A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. 
I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you in Austin, Wes? Are you still, are you in Austin, Texas? Or are you just outside of there? I have a house in Austin, but the majority of the work that I do is around on the outskirts of Houston, an area called Lake Conroe. So during the weeks, Monday through Friday, I'm normally down here. And on the weekends, I'm back in Austin. And are you still playing? Yeah, I am. I am. As a matter of fact, I'm I'm at a studio right now. It's called Dance Across Texas. It's a, it's a, a, a music channel and I'm doing a, a, a interview today and I was like well hell I just knocked these out at the same time that's right that's <laughs> right cool. and, uh, <laughs> and so well, we got a brand new single um called back in Texas it's on all the platforms we just released it it's on the charts here it's doing well it's different now though you know I'm, I'm 45 years old and I'm not trying to be famous I'm not trying to be known if anything I'm trying to be more obscure and out of the spotlight yeah. really so the, yeah the music now is just strictly for fun because I enjoy doing it and the guys yeah. enjoy doing it so it's not like we're hard pushing it or or anything. I mean, even though we are on the radio and and, and trucking around, it's just, it's just more, you know, I do it because I enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as that's you the joy should. Of it, right? The joy of it's yeah. what matters, man. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah. And I is. think as so. we get older, that's what happens is you just realize that life is too short and we need to appreciate what we what we appreciate out of life yeah. and take advantage of the opportunities. Yeah, that's really cool. That's right. So Wes, when we're looking back at, you know, first season of Bachelor Pad and your season of The Bachelorette, what is the memory that sticks out to you as, as or, or it doesn't even have to be from your time on the show, but just from your time involved with the show. What was one of your favorite things that happened to you during that time? What was your, one of your favorite memories from that whole thing? Well, from what I can remember, uh, it was all <laughs> a lot of fun. It sounds like me. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, I'll tell you what. A lot of people ask me all the time, well, you know, do you have uh, enemies from that show and this and that. And I was like, man, not, not at all. I mean, I met yeah. some great guys. I was just on the phone with Tanner Pope uh, a couple of days. Oh my ago gosh. My season. He was the foot guy. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, and one of the guys that said I had a girlfriend back home, but me and him were tight on the show and we were tight after the show. So, awesome. you know, I met a lot of more so than the memories of it. It's, it's the relationships. Cause I met so yeah. many great people and yep. how many people get to do a show like that? Right. Right. 
Um, yeah. But, but uh, you know, we, we <laughs> most of the memories I have, I probably couldn't talk about. I mean, just, oh, no. <laughs> I, I get that. I get that villain role again. But, but uh, <laughs> you know, obviously, uh, it, it it was the it was the relationships that I met, and I mean I yeah I still keep in touch with Jillian from time to time, and we we were in touch for a long time afterwards. I know she's busy now and has her thing going, but yeah, um, you know I, I I do remember this. I will give you this one thing, and it was we were in Spain, and I had just gotten um eliminated, and I was of course we're driving around doing the limo scene, right? Mm-hmm. And this limo scene drive around, let me tell you what, it was probably hours, right? Really? And they had, that, they had, oh, I kid you not. They had that limousine full of booze, right? And if you see <laughs> oh, me getting okay. in, yeah, if you see me getting in it, I've got a jacket. I like, you can get on YouTube and see my exit and in- speech on it. I get sure. in, I don't have any sweat on me, right? And I've got like this leather suede jacket on, it's pearl snap. By the end of the limo ride, my jacket's off, my shirt's damn near unbuttoned. <laughs> I'm pouring sweat and I'm just drunker and cooter brown. <laughs> and uh, because they had to turn off the AC because the AC was messing with the microphones, I guess. Of Maybe course. Yeah. Yeah. Always. Um, so, you know, I remember Pete was the guy in the, in the, in the limo with the me. producer, and the producer. Yeah. was Pete. Yeah. Which I love. Skyletter. Yeah. He's great. And uh, I had to pee real bad. And so I made oh, no. the limo, yeah, I made the limo pull over and um, I just peed right there on the side of the road and then got pulled up nice. and the cop pulled up, oh. cop put me in handcuffs, took me in the back, almost took me to jail. No <laughs> way. Yeah, oh my gosh. I was like, man, I'm going to jail in Spain. How cool is this? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how's this for the old bad boy image? There you um, go, man. That's so, perfect. But, but Pete, man, he 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 swindled me out of the deal, and you know, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I my heart was pounding ninety to nothing. I was like, I sure bet. we just can't be like going to jail in Mexico. You know, I'm sure at least I'll get a phone call. <laughs> <or> something happened. <laughs> oh my god, that is awesome. That's the kind of stuff you don't see on the show. I love that. No, I love that. No, no thank you for time. sharing that. That's yeah. hysterical. Well, man, it was great having you on, Wes. Thanks for joining us and, and continued success me, with the music and with the building and with everything you got going on. And uh, you definitely, I think you, you've shaken that bad boy role. Uh, you know, you got, you got the, it's a villain with a heart of gold now. <laughs> well, I think life humbles you eventually, you know, because yeah. it was pretty tough afterwards. You know, I had a, I had the people that loved me and hated me and it was almost kind of a, an identity thing afterwards. Uh, yeah. I, they did ask me to do bachelor pad to, you know, Elon had, had phone me and sent me all the packet and I was like you know I just don't know at this point if I need to do a second one you know right yeah. right you know I kind of had to work through some stuff and but but honestly I got to give credit to the show it was it, without that I promise you I wouldn't be where I am now I mean I, I just I yeah. learned so much and 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 I saw who the, was the guy on the tv yeah you know, and years later I was like Man, I don't want to be that guy you know yeah and yeah. so so I just cleaned up and, 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 but I'm telling you, if it wasn't for that show, I'd probably, there's no telling where I'd be, you know, cause yeah. I was, I was, I like to party and drink and hang out and it was kind of a saving grace. It really was as weird as it sounds. It doesn't so, sound weird at all. No, I get yeah, it. So, I totally get it. Yeah. You know? It put everything in perspective, you know, it's yeah. like, it does. I don't want to be it has famous. It a tendency to do that. 
I was yeah. already famous. I don't need to be famous, right? Like, <laughs> you I don't, had need, that. I don't need any of that, you know? Yeah. It, was, it was so wonderful because it was a dream come true. And, you know, it furthered me along in life and, and gave me some humility, which honestly, I've never really had. Yeah. So I it was really hearing good. that. You know yeah, what? Cool. When people ask me next time if I would let my kids do the show, because, you know, I'm, I'm sure you get asked this all the time too, Bob, but, you know, I, I think my answer is, is normal in that I have a success story and that I found the love of my life. We've been married for almost 20 years, yada, yada, yada. And so how could I say no? But I love your answer that it actually gave you such perspective. And what that's such a great like life experience just for that. I mean, even if yeah. you are cast as the villain, it, it can actually turn out as a positive Thing, but you got to you, know? you got to be willing to take that look though, and you were willing to that's take right. that look. True. You know, yeah. he, he did the work, so I think that's why yeah. it made a difference. Yeah. So good for you, man. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I appreciate Very it, cool. guys. It's wonderful to see you. I hadn't seen you on forever, man. <laughs> yeah, it's great yeah, to see you too, man. Well, thanks for coming out, Wes. Have Thank a great you one, brother. So good luck much. at the studio. Good luck with your interviews later today. We'll see y'all later. <laughs> Adios. All right, take care, buddy. Bye, Wes. See you later. I love that Gwen's answer. Gwen's ready. I, I know. That, that is such a great answer. I, I love it. I just, and and I don't know if it could come from, you know, a lot of people on the show. I don't know that people use it to be introspective and to actually, like, they just want to complain about the edit. And, right, right. Um, yeah, it's more Blame like, it on the producers. Yeah. And, and maybe he did that in the beginning because people probably weren't super kind to him or at least some of them. Yeah. But I love that he changed it around and flipped it. Like I, I, I respect him even more. Like I said, I, know, I respected I him for owning it. And now I, I, too. I think he's actually one of my favorites. So um, <laughs> there you go. See, I like, you that. know, just because of that, I think there's something to be said for yeah. honesty and humility. And um, yeah. I love it. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature. And of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step, and you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because, God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of times you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, Sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, we, we have another wonderful guest who's coming on right now from Bachelor Pad Season 1, who is a personal yep. friend of mine, too, and I think of yours as well, Trista. Same, same. Um, absolutely beautiful person inside and out, one of the kindest yes. people, and someone who was on the first season, which I've actually, you know, we've talked a lot over the years, and one of the things I've always wanted to ask her, which I never asked before, which I'm going to ask her today, was um, one of the things that I thought stood out the most was every time they'd flash Wait. her... 
name up. Oh, they wouldn't yes. put the age. They put question they marks. They put question mark. I was going to say that too. Yes. yes. And I was always like, did they choose to do that? Or did she choose to do that? Or did she? So, Good yeah. Question. So we got to ask her. So let's bring her in. It's Gwen Joya. Gwen <laughs> was on uh, season two, Aaron Burgess season yeah. of The Bachelor. And then go. she's one of the OGs. Hi, Gwen. Hi, Gwen. Hi, Gwen. <laughs> Are you beautiful? Ah, it's so good to see you both. So thank it's you great to see you too, Jeej. We were just talking uh, to Wes Hayden, who was just on the show right before you. Do you remember Wes? Of course I do. <laughs> yeah. He's the villain with a heart of gold, we decided, because he's uh, he said that he yeah. saw himself on those shows and decided he needed to do some uh, some self-work and really okay. kind of reevaluated who he was and what he was doing. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah, that's great. I, I, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed Wes. Yeah, I thought, was, uh, yeah, it seemed nice. We, we were saying like, he's the first person I think on the, on the franchise, maybe even to really own being the villain on one of those seasons. You know what I mean? Like yeah. everybody else would go on and they would almost kind of complain that the edit made him look bad or whatever. He was just like, yep, I'm a villain. This is what I'm a bad guy. This is what I do. I'm a bad guy. <laughs> you know? And it was kind of interesting because I would have never thought that, well, I mean, I could have never done that. I would have been terrified right? to tell people. Uh, I was same, the bad guy. same. <laughs> um, okay, Gwen, we, so Bob and I, in prep of this episode, watched the first season, sorry, the first episode of the first season of Bachelor Pad. Yes. And both of us, uh, I wanted to ask this. Bob just said he's been interested in asking you. And I had you, the exact same question. Yeah. Um, okay. So they have you on the show and they have these 20s and 30s somethings. And, you know, when you're when you come up on your ITMs, they show your first name. And then on Bachelor Pad, at least they show your age. And I don't I assume I think they did it on Aaron's season as well. But and you yeah. can tell us this. But on Bachelor Pad, it had two question marks, no age. So Bob said. Was that a dis was that your decision or the no, producers it was definitely wasn't your decision? No, I didn't know that they would do that at all. I think coming on, they you know they always have a plan, right? So production yes. and the plan for me was okay. We're gonna have somebody from an early early show mixed with some people more recent, and there there's for some people there's a big age group distance between yeah, like myself yeah. and Jesse Beck, you know. So yeah. Um, Coming in, the show was sold to me that it was going to be a combination of like Survivor and Jeopardy. So with some trivia and just being athletic. So okay. I, I love aspects. So that was never presented. Really? So. Yeah. I remember, I remember you and I talked before you went on the show and I remember we were like, you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to do this show. I'm like, oh my God, I could never do that show. I would get killed on a show like that. And I was scared for you, you know, going into it. You, of course, you know, did wonderfully, you know, for yourself. No one would be surprised by that. But it was one of those things I remember going, oh my God, I could never do a show like that. I would just get destroyed because I trust everybody too much. And that survivor element scares the hell out of me. Yeah. I feel like I, I trust people too much too. And I think it had been so long since I had been on. And I thought, you know, I'm, you know, I'm probably a jack of all trades master at none. Like I'm pretty athletic, but I could do any sport, but I'm not going to be like the star. And I, I'm not, I know, know enough. I, I can hold my own. So going in, I thought, okay, we'll just, let's just do this and make some friends along the way. It's, you know, what, three weeks in terms of filming. 
but yeah. it was a lot different than I expected going in. And I feel like the producers maybe realized, you know, a week or so in that, gosh, you know, this isn't working. Maybe we need to change it up, change it up. That's throwing a lot. Oh, of okay. Maybe that's why they changed it up. Well, I, I want to, I wonder, do you remember how old you were then? It was in 2010. <laughs> 2010. Yeah. Yeah. So you were, yeah, 40. You were 40? Is that what you said? Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, but that was 2010 and that's 12 years ago. You do not age. What is your secret? I know. Gwen does not <laughs> age. It's crazy. <laughs> I am like blown away. I mean, I've seen pictures of you, obviously, on social since then. Uh, and I always feel the same way. How do you not age? You are just, you are such a stunner. You know what? I'm healthy. I eat well. I exercise, um, take care of myself. I, I don't go in the sun. So. Okay. That, I bet that that's probably your secret. Yeah. That explains why I look like a pair of old boots. Exactly. Because <laughs> I don't oh, yeah. eat well. I don't, I, I drink too much. I'm always in the sun. By the way, you don't look like a pair of old boots. <laughs> You got the baby face, Bob. <laughs> I soak I soak my face in uh, in Tito's every night before I go to sleep. <laughs> A Tito's compress. I thought you were gonna say coconut oil. No, it's Tito's. <laughs> Tito's. It's Tito's oil. Uh, you know, it's it's, uh, it's really good for the skin. Great for the hair. Yeah. Uh, so I then we asked Wes this question. We got to ask you too. So obviously that show was. I'm sure just a, a really unique experience because I'm. I mean, it was back in the day still a little bit too. So it was probably before it became a super socially conscious show, which I feel like now there, you know, there are rules in place now, right? Now you can only have one drink per hour and things of that nature. I've read on some stuff. And, yeah, um, right. Back There's then no it was... That's true. I know. Well, back then I remember on Trista's season, they'd come in, they'd be like, what do you guys want to eat? And I'd be like, oh, we want burgers and dogs. What do you want to drink? Tito's and beer. The Tito's and beer was there in like eight minutes and the Burgers exactly. and dogs showed up the next day, you know? So, I mean, with Bachelor Pad, was it, was it kind of like that? Was it, was it a little more of like a, a fun and, and, you know, uh, booze fueled event or was it, were they like trying to get you guys, you know, sporty and doing all the athletic competitions? I think it, certainly booze is always there for, I feel like a lot of the bachelor, everything. Yeah. So they try to get people to, you know, drink up because they want people to do dumb things really. And yeah. to have some drama because that's what makes the show. I mean, they tried to stir it up a lot. Uh, I don't know if Wes was there, but there are a couple of girls at one point and they were like asking everyone, can you just take your clothes off or can you just start kissing each other? I mean, they were just trying to really amp it up. And, I'm, and I thought, gosh, you know, it's so different from, way back when, when it was just more authentic and yeah, they were not trying to create a story or manipulate yeah, their storyline. Yeah. True. Yeah. They were yeah, definitely yeah. going for it at that point. That's probably why, I mean, how many seasons were, was Bachelor Pad? Does just anyone two. know? I think it was two. Just the two? I think it was and then, two. And then right? Bachelor in Paradise like, came along. Yeah. yeah. Much better. Yeah. <laughs> Much better, right? Maybe with that love element and, you know, not putting people against each other. I think with Bachelor Pet, people were being deceitful and lying and scheming and trying yes. to undermine one another. It was, that wasn't a positive environment. It was like yeah. tearing each other apart, really. Right. Sure. No, yeah, I, I agree. I agree with that. I was kind of like, 
is Jesse Kovacs kidding when he said, you know, lying and, and cheating or lying and deceiving? That's my middle name. And, you know, I can see that being said in a sarcastic tone. And he said that in the first episode that I just watched. But I was thinking to myself, ah, that makes me like, I don't like that. I, I, because it could potentially also be a show about love. Why is he coming at it like lying and deceiving is my middle name. I didn't like that either. So I think that you're right. Like Bachelor in Paradise is just a great um, way to change up the show. You know, they wanted to kind of do a spinoff from Bachelor and Bachelorette and the Bachelor pad was great to start with. But I love that they have evolved into Bachelor in Paradise because it is still mostly even though there's lots of drama about the love. Hey, Gwen, let me ask you, uh, do you still watch the show at all? This much. Now, I haven't watched the last few seasons. But I've watched for a really long, long time. I Probably up until maybe this year I was watching. Yeah. And where are you now? Are you stateside or you're right? You're, you moved back to the States because I know you lived in Paris for a while. Yeah, Paris and yeah. Philly. Yeah, that was great. And then I moved back to the U.S. Then I lived in New York for like four and a half years. I just moved out of New York in, during the pandemic. And um, so now I have the time between Greenwich, Connecticut, where I am today, and Florida. Awesome. Oh, wow. Where in Florida? Great. Fort Lauderdale. Oh, no nice. way. Florida. Like there during the cold months in here. In the That's and are you did you ever find a love match? Yeah, so I, I actually am living with my boyfriend now. <laughs> so awesome. he lived. So um, yeah, so it was just time. And during the pandemic, when I moved out of New York, we just moved in together. So, oh, that's awesome. awesome. I'm so happy for you. I know that it's it was been a it's been a while since being on the show, and um, I always I just always wanted you to be happy, and I love yep, that you found too. somebody. The whole world loves Gwen Joya, that's for sure. Oh, love you too. Yeah. <laughs> so I I know you loved doing Bachelor Pad, or assume that you had some fun just because of the relationships. Do you wish that Bachelor in Paradise had been around instead of Bachelor Pad? Definitely. There were times during Bachelor Prada, I was just like, what did I get myself into? I don't want to be here. Yeah. You know, it's so it, you know, I, I, it was, I, I liked it. I wouldn't say I loved it. I, and I only liked it because I met some, some good, good people and get, make good friendships there, but um, I didn't like the concept. Yeah, no, it seems like it would be, would have been better suited to you to be on Bachelor in Paradise. It wasn't my thing, um, you know, I want to be authentic and real yeah. and this is not. <laughs> yeah, right. I think especially for the first season, I feel like everyone came into it thinking we just have to, it's kind of like Big Brother-esque in that, you know, you just, you're, you're going to ask forgiveness later. You're just going to lie and deceit and, you know, cheat your way to the top and then say, I'm sorry, it was all a game, you know? When, if you say that about love, then you're just a douchebag, you know? Right. <laughs> That's exactly it. Oh my God, you guys, my son is throwing post-it notes at me. I don't even know what's going on right now. Like I want I want the producers to frame and like the still shot of you looking at Grayson when he flipped the computer the second time. Like oh. that's the mad dad face. 
Oh, there he is. There he is again. <laughs> Sorry, That's Glenn. I should. I That's should be happens, asking you questions instead of dying laughing right now. But so um, sorry, guys. Yeah. So sorry. Um, no, it's yeah. it's fine. Okay. This is okay. why I need We're an office. Some... Yeah, maybe maybe this is the kicker. Yeah, this, this is the one. The final this straw. Is the final straw. This is what did it. <laughs> um, well, Gwen, I okay, miss you. Yeah, it was great question. talking hey, to you. I have, I have one more question. Yes, I want please. one because we did ask um, Wes this when we talked to him. What is your favorite memory from the show? And he kind of said what you said about, you know, you love that you made relationships, but do you have one memory that that stands out, whether it's funny or sentimental or whatever, and maybe something that, you know, we didn't see on the show? We'd love to hear it. So long, but I don't even remember, like, so much about the show. But really, I think a lot of it was, it's been, I got to know Gia really well. So we had some yeah. just like girl bonding time, which was great. And um, girl discussions about, you know, the strategy and what we're doing and just life in general. And um, yeah. another, another good memory was with the weatherman. <laughs> yes. The weatherman. I'm just, you know, just cause I, I had no idea who he was, you know, prior to the show or, or whatnot, but just something like really down to earth, super genuine when we were just, you know, we were out on some, you know, date or whatnot, talking about, you know, Italy and all our travels because that's such a passion. So that was a yeah. really positive uh, memory too. And then I, liked you know, him. I thought, I thought he's Wes so nice. and Gia look like, you know, falling for each other. So witnessing yeah. that was a special. Yeah. Yeah. We talked to him about, I asked him about it. And yeah, that's still so heartbreaking just watching yeah. the episode and seeing just, uh, I mean, her inner beauty even shines through when you watch the show. It just yeah. still breaks my heart to this day. But um, yeah, thank you, Gwen. It's been awesome seeing you and chatting. Likewise, thanks, Gage. Thanks for coming you both on. And you look great, Krista. You, you. do. You both look really <laughs> beautiful, by the way. You don't need to do my uh, Tito's compress. You guys are much better off. Tito's compress. We're going to yes. get right on that, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's working for you, Bob. Uh, so thanks. <laughs> thanks, Gwen. I appreciate it. <laughs> Love to have you Thank on. you so Thank much. Thank you so much, Gwen. Thank you both. Take care. Take Bye. care. You know, what's funny? I So I, it's really interesting to me that... Um, this show, you know, I asked the producers, how can we watch? And they said, HBO Max, do you have HBO Max? I'm like, yeah. So I go on HBO Max and it's like Bachelor Pad, Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise. They have all four and Winter Games, all five yeah. of the yeah. shows, although they don't have every single show. But it's so interesting, like back in the day, you had to record it on your VCR or your TiVo, like yeah. you said. <laughs> yeah. Or you have to be watching live. Like you couldn't, when the show was done, it was done. done. Like there was yeah. no looking back. And I think for us, especially, I think for me too, it was kind of calming in that once this is over, then it's never going to be seen again. No one but, will see it again. Right? Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> There's something really, uh, really, you know, really kind of, uh, I don't know, it almost like absolved you of the show, you know, once right. it was over. Yeah. Right. Now it and now you can watch. I mean, they don't have every single season on of each of those shows, yeah. but 
I, I do love that we can go back and and watch some of them at least. And I know like there are other apps like Tubi has some and maybe they've sold them to different different apps just to have people watching on different on different apps. But um, yeah, I think it's really interesting that that back in the day, like you just couldn't, it was done. And no, now it was over. Yeah. Yeah. It's now crazy. it's now it's everywhere. I mean, I, you know, I would be interested to see, um, you know, once when and if, uh, you know, the, the whole franchise wraps at some point, which, you know, I, I guess everything would happen to a certain degree, uh, yeah. you know, where things come to an end, I suppose, which probably isn't anytime soon but i don't it think it's happen, anytime soon i wonder if I there'd really be like don't. a big box set that would come out of every season you know no because box sets people would look at it and say what is that just like they did at your compact disc <laughs> oh that's right very good point very good point box set is not happening there aren't box sets anymore are there yeah there are no box sets yes you just aged yourself just a little bit only just at like vintage bit. record stores that's the only place <laughs> Okay, so bye, everybody. Uh, Thanks for tuning in today. Um, we love having you, and we're excited to talk to you next week. So make sure to tune in. Thanks, everybody. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My whole life, I've been told this one story about my family, about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse, I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, from Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, host of Womanica, a daily podcast that introduces you to the fascinating lives of women history has forgotten. We've always been intrigued by stories of disappearances, whether it's a fraudster from the 17th century who kept evading the authorities or a novelist who taunted the Nazis and faked her own death. We all want to know what happened next. To find out, listen to Womanica on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart, and I'm very forgiving, but, like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one.